Good morning, Big Ten fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I'm your host, Mike Chen. Follow me on Twitter at Mike F. Chen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten MM. It is Hump Day Wednesday, September 30th, 2020. And as we move into October, the Big Ten season gets closer and closer. And so there's going to be some movement. And yesterday was pretty, uh, you know, light on the action. But uh, there were some things that happened that I'm going to fill you in on. And we'll start off with going out to Piscataway and Rutgers. Uh, It is known that Rutgers is going to start their padded practices today. And this is something that, to me, uh, I I think the sooner that teams can put the pads on and start hitting, uh, the more prepared they will be for their October 24th date to begin the season. And so, although I don't think that's a huge advantage that Rutgers is getting started today as opposed to potentially waiting till, say, Monday, the weekend, but let's be real here. The sooner they do it, the better it is because the players, you know, as we look around the landscape of the NFL and you look at the rest of college football, there haven't been major injuries, but what I have seen is some very sloppy play. And, uh, you know, I, I'm going to look straight out to, you know, Oklahoma. They look like world killers week one, uh, their first game. I'm sorry, not week one, uh, but their first game. And coming up to week two, their second game. Again, I'm, I'm sorry. All these weeks are wacky now because of everything that's been going on. But uh, their second week, you're, you're looking at a different Oklahoma team. I mean, Spencer Rattler didn't look like a, a potential, you know, continuation of their Heisman runs or top Heisman finishes for the Oklahoma quarterbackers. And, you know, it's unfortunate uh, because it's just, you just don't expect, you just don't know what to expect right now. And so I think that the sooner that these teams can get on the field with padded practices and get back to normal football actions, I think that's going to be better. So Rutgers is going to get their start on that today. Um, as other teams continue to get their padded practices, I will update you. But the only one I was able to find was with Rutgers. And there was some news as well that I was able to find. I mistakenly said yesterday that we pretty much knew all of the Big Ten stars that had made their decisions. Well, uh, there's a pair of Wolverines that uh, I apologize for that I just missed. Um, I thought that I was going over everything, but, uh, you know, like I said, sometimes you miss things. And so uh, yesterday, during the day, I did a little digging and uh, found out that Ambry Thomas, uh, Michigan's star defensive back, he has opted not to return. And this is a little bit surprising uh, because I think that when when Jalen Mayfield opted to come back, that... seemed as if all of the Michigan players were kind of going to go in line with them. Well, Jim Harbaugh had a chance with, to meet with the media, and Harbaugh said that um, Jalen Mayfield was the only one of the three that decided to put their paperwork in. And so now we know Ambry Thomas is set not to return. But what about wide receiver Nico Collins? Well, like I just said, Collins has yet to submit his paperwork to opt back in. And so 
at the current moment, it's looking like Nico Collins, like Ambry Thomas, will move on from Michigan. But that's right now. He still has time. I think he still, I, I would say, probably has to the weekend to make his decision. Because as soon as the other teams start getting the pads on, and, you know, no worries about uh, Collins getting in the weight room, you know, having his conditioning up. And the reason for that is because he's prepping for the NFL draft. So I would, if I'm Jim Harbaugh, I'm not concerned about any of that. He's also a player that's been in the system for multiple years. They, you know, they, they made an offensive change last year. And although you know, you've got a new quarterback here in Joe Milton after, um, you know, the transfer of Dylan McCaffrey, uh, I, I still think that, you know, Collins can pretty much just jump in and be okay. But he's going to have to make that decision soon because it's time for Michigan to either put him back in there too deep or move on and get prepared for the season. So I think Nico Collins, his ultimate decision is going to have to happen, like I said, sometime this week before Monday. I really do. Uh, Nebraska added a walk-on in Matthew Schuster. His uh, father used to play for the Huskers, so uh, that's interesting news out of there. Uh, Nebraska likes to do this a lot. Uh, If they have a legacy player that isn't quite good enough to be a scholarship guy, a lot of times you see them offering him a walk-on, a preferred walk-on spot. So I like the way that Nebraska does that. You know, you're kind of giving those players an opportunity to play for where their, uh, you know, their father, their grandfather played as well, and to potentially make a mark down the line to earn it. And I think that that's a great gesture by Scott Frost for the Schuster family saying, hey, you know what? Your father played here, and you're more than welcome to play here as well. And it looks like he will be playing, and uh, we'll see what Schuster ends up doing. But I'll tell you this. It's not just a from what I've read. Now, Schuster doesn't have a recruiting profile that I could find. But from what I've read, Schuster's uh, not a throwaway guy. He's going to be a running back most likely for Nebraska. Uh, he's been clocked different speeds all over the place. Uh, you know, the 40 is pretty important. But I'll tell you this. Uh, after going to multiple camps for high schoolers within the last month, it's not all that important. That number, you know, a lot of them are hand-timed. They're not all electronic time. And I think more along the line is I'm looking at the gate. I'm looking at the athleticism. The, do you run like an athlete? If you run like an athlete, we can always get you some speed training. But if you don't run like an athlete and you don't look like an athlete, there's not you know, there's not a lot of correction that you can do. So Schuster ran somewhere. He's been reported in the 4.4s, but he's also had 4.7s. So who the hell knows? But uh, I do think that uh, Matthew Schuster at some point in time could help out the Cornhuskers. But we will see. All right, a pair of experts, uh, one at CBS and one at USA Today, have updated their bowl projections. We're going to start off with CBS and Jerry Palm. Palm updated his bowl projections, and uh, he's got the Buckeyes as the number two seed in the college ball playoff going up against Alabama, the three seed. Uh, that uh, sounds about right. Uh, you know, the, the Buckeyes, uh, although they had you know the Big Ten in general, had a little gap of two years before the Buckeyes broke that last year and re-entered uh, 
the top four. But, you know, the Buckeyes pretty much have a lock on the conference right now. I don't see any team really contending against them. I think Penn State is on the up and up. I think that they would have had a very solid chance had Micah Parsons opted back in already. And he's the guy that he's another guy that we're waiting for for an answer. He still has yet to make his decision. I'm sure James Franklin would open would let him return with open arms if that was the case. Because if I was James Franklin, that's what I'd be doing too. Like yes, yes, Michael, please return, please. I, I will take you. Have please have this football. But anyways, uh, you know, it, it looks like uh, Ohio State this year is the big time favorite to win the conference and you know have the Big Ten representation in the college football playoff. Uh, like I said, Penn State is also viewed very highly upon there. To me, they're the second best team in the conference. And Jerry Palm thinks that as well because he's got the Nittany Lions going to the Fiesta Bowl against USC. A uh, Rose Bowl transplant is what it looks like here. Uh, you know, they Pac-12 and the Big Ten, they, they have a, a marriage. And I've spoken about this marriage multiple times. The marriage continues. Uh, There's no divorce here, (laughs) as you could say, because think about this. Remember back when the Big Ten opted to postpone the or suspend the fall football season? Well, that same day, guess who also did the same thing? The Pac-12. And then when the Big Ten decided to revert course, very soon after, guess who reverted course? The Pac-12. So they're married once again. And uh, I think USC with the Keaton Slovis, I'm probably butchering his name, their quarterback, uh, he was absolutely phenomenal. They've always got some really good skill players over there. So I think that would be a great matchup to see. All right, let's go over to USA Today and Eric Smith. Uh, He projected the Buckeyes to go to the college football playoff as well. Uh, He has them against Florida as the two seed also. And then uh, Florida gets bumped, and guess who is going to play Alabama in the college football playoff final game? That's uh, Eric Smith has got the Buckeyes playing against Alabama. Uh, Although he didn't pick a winner, I'd love to see that matchup. I think that Ryan Day would be a very tough go for anybody. However, when you look across the field and you see Nick Saban, you see all those championships, He's a tough go for anybody as well. And uh, honestly, I, I'm, I love seeing the rivalry between Clemson and Alabama, but let's get some new blood in, that, uh, in, in those finals. Although, yes, yes, we know, we know, LSU won it this past year, and they beat Clemson. But, you know, I, I think that it's nice to get a little bit of uh, mixing it up with, with different teams, and uh, it'd be nice to see back-to-back years where, Four different teams would be able to you know, have a chance to win the championship as opposed to continually see. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Clemson has been a fantastic program. I think that they do things very, very well over there in South Carolina. But, you know, just uh, mixing it up a little bit would be fun to see. Fun to see. So that's where Eric Smith has the Buckeyes uh, making the college football playoff and then going to the final. Uh, he also has Penn State in a New Year's Six Bowl going to the Cotton against Oklahoma State. No no marriage here for Eric Smith. Uh, he's got the Big Ten and the 
Big 12 going up against each other. Uh, I'm not super high on Oklahoma State. I'm not sure if they're going to be able to do it. Uh, this might be on the heels of uh, what Oklahoma did, like I touched on at the beginning of the podcast, uh, about how they've kind of they've stumbled. But they've got time. You know, one loss, as long as they continue to pass the look test, I don't think one loss is really going to hurt many teams. I mean, obviously, you'd like to be undefeated at the end of the year, but in all honesty, I feel as if uh, Oklahoma has plenty of time to show that they can turn things around, especially when you have a first-year starting quarterback who has shown glimpses of greatness. And if he can, if Spencer Rattler is able to play at a high level for the rest of the year and they win the rest of their games, and especially if Oklahoma beats Texas and beats Texas resoundingly, I think that they have a shot potentially at making the college ball playoff. I mean, also it depends on what happens everywhere else, but if they handle their business and you know they end up with one loss, they're going to be looking pretty good. Cause you know, I mean, yes, they did lose to Kansas state. It was a fourth quarter thing. So who knows? Uh, you know, we've seen weirder things and we, we've definitely seen teams with one loss make the college football playoff. All right. So back to Eric Smith's projections. He's got Wisconsin to the Fiesta Bowl against Oregon. There is the traditional matchup, although it's not the Big Ten's second team. Usually what's been happening is a, a Big Ten team goes to the college football playoff. Well, not, not all the time, obviously. But in this situation, a Big Ten team would be going to the college football playoff, have, also have a New Year's Six, and then have another New Year's Six. So uh, Smith has... Wisconsin facing Oregon, which I would absolutely love to see that one. But unfortunately, Penny Sewell for the Ducks has opted out. He's he's a guy that's going to be a top three draft pick, 100%. And, uh, it, it would be unfortunate, but uh, nice nice boon to the season for Wisconsin as I, I think that they are the third best team in the conference. He's got Michigan going to the Citrus Bowl against Tennessee. Uh, Michigan has been... Uh, Third, fourth, fifth, somewhere in that range. And I think that that streak continues, especially with a first-year starter back. Uh, starter back. <laughs> a starting quarterback. I just combined those two words. Uh, starting quarterback, Joe Milton. Uh, there's a lot of unknown with Milton. And, uh, you know, if he gets Nico Collins back, that will be a big-time return because he needs a, an elite wide receiver out there to help him out. Uh, he's got some great tight ends, but... I think that he, he needs that wide receiver to stretch the field to give that the tight ends the opportunity to run underneath those and get matchups on linebackers. It's got Minnesota going to the Outback Bowl against Texas A&M and Iowa to the Music City Bowl against Mississippi State. Now, we don't really know how the bowl games are going to work this year. Everyone is eligible. Everyone. Remember that. Well, not quite. Uh, the NCAA has been proposed that, and I do think that due to the oddness of this season that that will get approved it just hasn't yet but it has been presented to the NCA. so we'll see but I do think that at some point in time uh, they're going to approve that just because of the oddity of this season and uh, we'll see what ends up happening and how many Big Ten teams get that draw get the opportunity to play uh, it, I think it really depends to be honest with you it depends on what those schools want what kind of matchups those schools want and some schools, I'm not sure if some schools are going to opt out of bowl games like they have in the past and just not go to a game. 
So we'll see. I mean, it's this is a weird season, so expect a lot of odd things to happen. And that's it. That's going to do it for me this morning on your Big Ten Morning Minutes. Once again, I appreciate the listen. Go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter at MikeFChen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten FM. Rate us, review us, share us on all of your listening platforms. Have a great Wednesday, Big Ten fans. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning.